welcome to Healing at the Speed of Light. Every week, we discuss how laser therapy is changing healthcare and how you can benefit. Now, here is your host and founder of Laser Therapy Institute, Dr. Jason Roundtree. Okay, Happy New Year. Welcome back to another episode of Healing at the Speed of Light. My name is Dr. Jason Roundtree. I'm a chiropractor and a certified medical laser safety officer. I'm also the founder of Laser Therapy Institute, which is a provider, a healthcare provider membership organization of laser therapy professionals. If you are looking for effective, well done, professional laser therapy, please go to our website. You can find a clinic near you. It is lasertherapyinstitute.org. I'm joined today by Christy. Christy is a certified laser tech and she's also in charge of putting together all of our online coursework for doctors. So everybody gets to take her courses and um, go forth with that. And it's the absolute best training in the world when it comes to provider-focused training for using class four laser therapy devices. So we're back. We're back. New year. New year. Yes. New you? Oh, not, not 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 necessarily new me. That's probably good. Yeah. Yeah. But always improving, though. Yes. Do you have New Year's resolutions? I don't have resolutions. I have goals. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. That's always, good. you know, the next thing, what's next. Mm-hmm. So how about you? Um, my only thing is, like you said, goals. I, mm-hmm. I, I want to try and get to the gym mm-hmm. more than two days a week. I've got to find a way to do that. Yeah. Our, my gym was closed yesterday, so I had to do what I was supposed to do oh. yesterday today. That's all right. Yeah. You know. Got to do still get days. Still get it done. Still getting so, it done. So we'll, we'll, we'll help you out. Keep you, keep you consistent. Appreciate it. <laughs> it's hard. It's hard for me, at least. I know a lot of people don't seem to have any problem with it, but the discipline of getting there when I could be doing other things is, is kind of tough. It is hard. Yeah. It is hard. Okay, well, you came here not to hear about uh, my New Year's plans, but uh, more to talk about uh, what the title of this episode is, which today is Burning Mouth Syndrome, Burning Mouth Pain, um, which is, as we're going to learn here in just a few minutes, a type of neuropathy pain. That's what I read in the preview, Mm -hmm. and it's like, hmm, this sounds really interesting. Right? So. Yeah. You know, sometimes you think I already know everything, but I don't. I learn <laughs> it all from Dr. Roundtree. So. I, I purposely don't let Christy really prepare for these because I figured the questions that she might have, patients might have as well. And uh, so that helps get us a little bit better uh, narrative, I think. So mm-hmm. it's, it's good. It's Plus fun. I get to catch your unawares. With it's things. exciting. <laughs> always, always an adventure. You're very flexible. I yep. appreciate that. Oh, it's fun. So let me give you the title of the study we're looking at today because here on the Healing at the Speed of Light podcast is what we do. We, we bring up studies that have been done on light and laser therapy. Mm-hmm. We talk about how uh, they were done, why they matter, and how you as a patient could potentially benefit. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what we're doing today. So this study is titled Outpatient Oral Neuropathic Pain Management with Photobiomodulation Therapy a prospective analgesic pharmacotherapy paralleled feasibility trial. Titles are always fascinating. <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's quite long, um, but it's actually quite descriptive. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was, so this was published back in March of 2022, which we can now say very is last year. Last year, but still very recent. Still very recent, still yes. Still very recent. Uh, principal researcher was Reem Hanna, who um, I, I'm very excited to say is... Uh, produced a, a great paper here. Her and her team have produced a, a great study. Nice. This was published in MD, uh, MDPI's Antioxidants uh, Journal. 
And it's very, very detailed. It gives us all the information that some studies don't always give us. So hmm. I'm not going to get into all the details, but if you want to get a hold of this study and read the details, there's so much information here. Very, very thorough. I was very impressed. And it's neat because we get to see this laser therapy paralleled with medications. Hmm. That's essentially what the title is saying. Mm -hmm. For burning mouth pain, laser therapy versus medications, two groups running in parallel. Who wow. does better? It's like wow. a head-to-head -head fight. Ooh, interesting, yes. exciting. And the paper will be available, you know, in the podcast session notes. Yes, So. yes, yeah, exactly. So uh, we'll, we'll be dropping a link um, to this particular study. Um, right now, yeah, for some reason, our, our, uh, our stream is a little bit weak uh, as far as our internet strength so if you're if it's not coming through well for you, you might have to catch the recording uh, but this will be published not only on Facebook and the uh, our YouTube channel but also on all major podcast platforms so mm -hmm. if you're if you're missing parts and pieces right now I apologize I tried fixing the uh, the connection but it's only so good new year new bugs <laughs> <laughs> that's true that's true so. uh, but definitely catch it Apple Podcasts uh, Google Podcasts Pandora, Spotify Spotify mm -hmm. yep Lots he, of places. Just search for healing at the speed of light. There you go. So, so let's talk first uh, from this study. Let's bring out some quotes from the study on what burning mouth pain is mm -hmm. and how it happens and then how it's kind of treated. We'll start there so okay. that if you're not familiar with this, uh, perhaps it'll give you a, a kind of a foundation or help you realize it may be something that you or another person is, is dealing with is actually mm -hmm. this, this condition. So... They say that burning mouth syndrome is a distinctive neuropathic entity commonly affecting the anterior two-thirds of the tongue, so the front part of the tongue, and usually only half okay. of the tongue. Interesting. They say that it uh, can be described as an intraoral, inside the mouth, mm -hmm. burning or dysesthetic sensation recurring daily for more than two hours per day over more than three months without obvious lesions on examination. So that means even though you've got this burning and weird tingling thing going on on the tongue, there's no obvious sores. You can look at it, it looks normal. Everybody, hmm. There's nothing detectable on the surface of the tongue despite the level of pain. Okay. They say that it is neuropathogenic in nature, indicating dysfunction at the peripheral and central reflex arc paths and the processing of cortical excitation. That simply means okay. that it's not only a problem with the nerve in the mouth, but it's mm -hmm. also a problem with the way that the brain interprets those signals too. So it's a central okay. and mm -hmm. peripheral nerve problem. Does it have anything to affect the taste or the sense? Yes. Okay. That's a that's a great question. It actually does. It affects a lot of things. Mm -hmm. um, th there's the pain, yes, but then mm -hmm. also it does affect your sense of taste and of course texture mm -hmm. for what for like eating. Mm -hmm. um, but there's there's a whole list of of factors that they evaluated here that affect the quality of life, and that is everything from of course speech and eating and drinking to things like kissing, and sleeping, smell. Even pronunciation, uh, makeup application, shaving, brushing the teeth. I mean, there's a whole bunch of things wow. that are really affected mm -hmm. by burning mouth syndrome uh, that you don't really think of until you're unfortunately experiencing it. But yeah, all mm -hmm. those things are affected okay. by this, this painful syndrome. And again, there's something that goes on for more than three months. So it's a, it's a chronic problem you can't really get away from, which means that you know you try and find ways to deal with it, but maybe the taste thing is... 
three yeah. months i mean yeah. two days would be too much yeah. <laughs> so, yes yeah that's that's what most people who have this thing two days is, is too much uh -huh. anytime really mm -hmm. uh, it can be quite intense or it can be a little bit lower level mm -hmm. um different cases are are, are you know, handled differently right based on the severity but it, it's an actual uh, irritation of the trigeminal nerve one of the branches of the trigeminal nerve okay have you heard of trigeminal neuralgia? I, I have. Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of times trigeminal neuralgia will mm -hmm. yeah presents across mm -hmm. the face, you know, mm -hmm. and you can feel it here. This is just a different branch of that that affects these areas. Um, okay. But trigeminal neuralgia pain can be severe, just excruciating, mm -hmm. with no real good solution. Right. I've got one other quote I wanted to read here. I've got to just make sure I find it first. Nope, we got it. I'm talking about some of the kind of jumped ahead but yeah cause, I mean even things okay. like social events and family relationships can be affected hmm. you know you think about confidence with speaking confidence going you know having dinner with people and yeah. you've got this going on well you you use your tongue for so much right and if you're I mean if the inside of your mouth is being affected I can imagine all those things being affected mm -hmm. yeah so. yeah for sure yeah so how do you think this is typically treated if you had to guess mouthwash <laughs> hey yeah yeah there are some I'd, anesthetic type mm -hmm. mouthwashes uh they're mm -hmm. temporary in effect but they can give you mm -hmm. some kind of numbing mm -hmm. um unfortunately that doesn't really help your sense of taste right yeah right good yeah. um i don't know medications obviously yeah, yeah medications that's, mm -hmm. that's really about it mm -hmm. uh they say that there are pharmalo pharmacological and non-pharmacological strategies in managing this pain but they're challenging they say it's noteworthy that some systematic medications are effective in the short term but can be associated with major side effects. Hmm. Um, so they say going from there, you know, trying to avoid side effects and, um, and get people some relief, they say that photobiomodulation therapy, or as we often say, laser therapy, mm -hmm. uh, could be a promising alternative treatment modality. And the way that laser works is essentially that light is absorbed in parts of the cell that produce energy and also are responsible for the metabolism in the cell, and it helps to normalize those cells, which returns them to a healthy functioning state. Mm -hmm. That's the two-second view of it. There's a ton more information in this study. Like I said, if, you're, if you want to know the details, there is a huge description of all the mechanisms. It's a really fantastic layout. So I encourage you to, to read the whole study if you have the interest in that. But that's as deep as I'll go into uh, the details okay. there. So yes, so medications are, are typical. There are some mouthwashes, uh, but laser therapy has been looked at for actually quite a while now mm -hmm. as a way to treat this um, to try and avoid some of the, the, the side effects and also treat it from more of a, a holistic repair mm -hmm. perspective because mm -hmm. that's what the laser does. It really right. returns these cells to more normal function. Mm -hmm. If you're gonna do medications, uh, they typically suggest utilizing amitriptyline, duloxetine, gabapentin, or pregabalin um, as an initial line of treatment and switching it up uh, up to three times if the initial, second, or the third drug isn't well tolerated or it's not effective. And then in some cases, you have to actually go up on the dosage depending on, on the patient. Um, they say the initial benefits of some of those medications can be noticed within the first or second week of the mm -hmm. treatment course. However, it may take up to two months for full effects to be present. And that's different than what we typically think of with medications. Mm -hmm. You typically mm -hmm. think of, oh, I'll take this and I'll feel better right away. Right. 
It's not right. not, not actually the case. Not the case. No, no, not with this one. Not with a lot of neuropathies, actually. Right. You know, um, when we talk right. about diabetic neuropathy in the feet, you know, just mm-hmm. taking gabapentin as it's prescribed doesn't always give you great relief right away. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it takes time. Sometimes people just don't get relief. Mm-hmm. Well, and as you know, and as we've talked about before, there are just so many different side effects with medications that, as you probably talk about, don't happen with, with laser. Right. Yeah, so. exactly right. That's exactly right. We don't have any worry on side effects when it comes to using, utilizing laser, mm-hmm. which is to say quite a bit when you consider the possibility of side effects with a lot of these medications. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So to, to really break this down further, in this study, they had a total of 28 participants and half of them, well, a little less than half of them went on medications, the medication route, mm-hmm. and the rest of them went to just laser. So some people had just medicine and then some people had just laser therapy. For those on medications, they had the standard uh, kind of medication dose. Um, they did say that the doses of the medications needed to be increased for all the patients in that group at the three-month mark. Mm-hmm. And uh, two, of the, two of those patients actually needed another medication added. That was going to be one question I had mm-hmm. is, you know, they just added, like you just said a couple minutes ago, some medications aren't tolerated well by some, so you have to try something different. Right. So did they have to change the medication yeah. that way for the medicated patients? Yes. Within the first couple of weeks, actually, mm-hmm. uh, they were not able to really collect good uh, data on how those patients were feeling in the first couple of weeks because so many of them had to start and then change a medication because okay. it wasn't working mm-hmm. or up the dosage, switch things around. And then um, a lot of them, like I said here, um, all of them needed higher doses after three months. Wow. So this wasn't something they could take for a month and then be done. They had to stay on these medications. So the body almost just decided it was normal and it wasn't going to respond anymore to that medication. Right. Hmm. And that, that's very common mm-hmm. with pain medications. If you've ever been on pain medications, uh, anti-inflammatories, things like that, a lot of times the body kind of adapts and gets used to it. That's and the word I was looking for. Oh, th- yeah, good. <laughs> but then you have to do something different. You have to mm-hmm. change it up or you have to increase your dose or something like that. That's one of the disadvantages to, to pain medications is the body's ability to adapt and, and try and show you those pain signals to tell you something's wrong, right? Hmm. Now, for the laser therapy group, the folks got laser treatment professionally, professionally delivered twice a week for five weeks. They used an 810 nanometer laser, which is an invisible infrared mm-hmm. laser. Very, very, very tiny spot size, just, just about the end, about the size of the end of this ink pen here. <laughs> and they delivered that for 30 seconds at nine different points along the tongue, underneath the tongue, and along the lower part of the jaw. <laughs> so, uh, nine spots. 30 seconds per spot, six joules per spot. So oh. not a huge dose, not a huge dose. I do think it's worth pointing out if there's any other laser nerds listening to this, they used a very high uh, fluence of 59.1 joules per centimeter squared. Again, because the the, the, mm-hmm. the spot size was so tiny, even though the power was only 200 uh, milliwatts in this laser, mm-hmm. it ended up being very concentrated mm-hmm. and quite high. Uh, with a uh, irradiance of 1.97 watts per centimeter squared. That's that's fairly substantial. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't do any burning or any cutting or anything like that. I doubt if it even produced any real warmth for these mm-hmm. patients. Very, very small. Nine different spots, though. And, um, like I said, six joules per centimeter squared, which is 
pretty standard, I would say, yeah. in the treatment of pain. It's interesting that it would be held on those spots instead of you know some sort of sweeping pattern yeah uh, now this was a class 3b laser which is a lower powered laser mm -hmm. um, however with a lot of the class 4 lasers you're going to be able to push more power mm -hmm. and so you would use a scanning type technique because you mm -hmm. could do a, a larger spot size right and so you could deliver doses like this quite quickly so instead mm -hmm. of you know 30 seconds um, times nine don't make me do math here four and a half minutes mm -hmm. there we go um, you could probably have it done a little bit quicker if you wanted mm -hmm. to, but four and a half minutes really is not a big deal. No. So you can totally use a, a lower powered laser for this just fine. You could also use a class four laser, just brought down to a, a lower uh, a lower rate or using a larger spot size. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Um, so again, twice a week for five weeks, so a total of, of, of 10 treatments there. And um, like I said, three spots on the side of the tongue that was affected on top and then three underneath that side, and then three along kind of inside the uh, the jaw here along the, the the gums, along the gum line. So you said side, does that mean mm -hmm. this is not the whole tongue, it's just one side or the other? Yes, okay. yes, there's only one side of the tongue that's, that's really affected okay. um, for, for these. Because of the trigeminal nerve, mm -hmm. you know, it really supplies this whole half of the face mm -hmm. from one side, and then the other side is the other nerve. So if you have a, a problem with one nerve, it's only really affecting that side. Okay. Yeah. So uh, let's talk results. So very first, right off the top, mm -hmm. uh, when they looked at this, and they followed these folks all the way out to nine months post-treatment. Wow. Um, nice. So they said there were no adverse events observed or reported in either group, the medication mm -hmm. group or the laser therapy group. So both came out to be safe uh, for the patients. Mm -hmm. they, uh, they also say that the um, that there were no dropouts, so everybody stayed in the study, Good. both for medications mm -hmm. and for laser therapy. Sometimes if you have a, a treatment that's really inconvenient, like having to take mm -hmm. a medication eight times a day or something like that, people end up dropping out of a study. It's just, mm -hmm. it's too much on their lives. Or if you gotta go in for treatment, for a long time. you know, daily for mm -hmm. 12 weeks, you know, it's hard mm -hmm. to stick with that, so you end up with people dropping out. In this particular case, none of these participants dropped out, which is great, we'll give, mm -hmm. we get more numbers on on that, but it also indicates that this wasn't inconvenient, both mm -hmm. the medication route or the laser therapy route. It wasn't so inconvenient that anybody dropped out. So what worked better? Well, laser therapy worked better. They say that laser therapy had substantially different uh, improvements with a faster, more pronounced, and long-lasting benefit um, in, in, over the medication route, right? Um, they also go on to say, my next quote. They also go on to say that um, the treat the, the results remained in favor of the photobiomodulation treatment through the subsequent follow-up period, uh, all the way out through that nine-month follow-up. So not only did patients do better faster, but they did better on the longer term mm -hmm. as well. That was for pain. That part doesn't really surprise me, knowing what we know about laser therapy. Yeah. But for a lot of people, that's very surprising. Yeah, exactly. You know, I'm. I hope that opens a lot of eyes and doors mm -hmm. for people because this is what laser therapy can do. Yeah. So they also. So that was that was on the pain. Mm -hmm. um, the other side would be like those activities we talked about, mm -hmm. quality of life and taste and things like that. So mm -hmm. quality of life, the photobiomodulation treated patients were significantly more responsive. Uh, based on all of their functional scores as well for everything from work and sleep to smell and taste, um, especially taste. Hmm. 
Laser therapy did much better uh, for taste. Eating and drinking, much better. Speech, pronunciation, brushing their teeth, all of those were better in the laser therapy group than they were in the medication group. Nice. I have two more quotes, and I want to kind of do a recap here, but I thought these, these couple of quotations were pretty important. They say, for the medication group in the study, the doses of medications needed to be increased after three months for every patient. All of the adjusted medication regimens remained unchanged thereafter up to the last follow-up time point. So they had to have more at the three months, but then they were able to last through the nine months without any additional changes. Hmm. They do say that in contrast, none of the photobiomodulation subjects were in need of additional analgesic medication throughout the entire procedure. So, um, or excuse me, throughout the whole study period, which indicates a long-lasting beneficial effect on pain by laser therapy. Mm-hmm. Um, they also say that this study demonstrates the efficacy of the 810 nanometer laser in modulating neuro, uh, excuse me, nerve pain intensity and improving function and quality of life at the mid and end treatment sequence and sustained throughout all the follow-up time points, one, three, six, and nine months, hmm. which at least compared to or exceed the gold standard of care pharmacotherapy while being safe and well accepted by the patient. That's a complicated way to say that laser therapy worked better and was better for the patient. Just overall. Overall. So, you know, we know laser therapy helps to repair tissues mm-hmm. and neuropathy is a damaged tissue. Mm-hmm. So medication seems to cover up pain, mm-hmm. whereas the laser therapy helps to repair and, and work through that pain right make it better yes very simply very simply (laughs) yeah it's i mean let's just talk about the time involved here Mm -hmm. you had people that got a total of 10 laser therapy treatments over not even a month and a half Mm -hmm. that were doing better at the nine month follow-up than the people who were still taking medications that's amazing who were destined to stay on those medications to manage their pain and increase and you know just based on what we said previously you know you get to that point where you just aren't responsive to that medication anymore so you have to increase it and increase it and increase it right yeah less than ideal less than less than ideal really so um as kind of a final statement they really what this study shows is that laser therapy outperforms medications for this particular problem for burning mouth syndrome for nerve pain in the mouth there's faster relief so you can get relief quicker there's lasting relief you don't have the ongoing medications you have to keep taking Mm -hmm. and you end up with better function better taste better eating better speech all of it is better with just a few sessions of laser therapy so and i'm thinking of the cost factor as well because you have to keep increasing your medications that's a continued outgoing cost Mm -hmm. whereas there's a a fixed cost if you will for their laser therapy treatment yeah Um, yeah i mean how much does uh you know 15 years of cymbalta cost compared to 10 sessions of laser therapy Mm -hmm. and you're going to end up better off with the laser therapy right you know it's just it's not that expensive you can get laser therapy done for somewhere between like 40 and 200 dollars per session just depending on where you're at and where you what you can get Mm -hmm. um but for it to work that well and then not have to worry about it in the future you know there's some unknowns here mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. people do respond differently right i do wonder if we had, if they had done more than 10 sessions mm-hmm. if they would have even had better results from the laser therapy group you never know we i mean know. yeah um but you'd almost think so maybe 
I think it's really great to see that just that many sessions gives you a, a, a lasting mm-hmm. uh, benefit. But in a lot of mm-hmm. cases in clinic, what we see is we'll taper people out of care. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll go down to once a week and then mm-hmm. down to every other week mm-hmm. um, and then let them go. And we do see that that can have, you know, continued impact and, right. and further pain reduction in, in a lot of cases. Right. You can't really do that with every study necessarily. Right. And studies like this are great for showing, you know, what is just exactly this Mm-hmm. Uh, what does it really do? I think it's just really pretty exciting. It just opens up potential. Oh, yeah. So, and it's, you know, I always say it's worth a try. Absolutely. It's worth a try. So. Another concern I've heard people talk about is, well, you know, I want to get on medications right away because maybe they'll help, but I, I would also be interested in doing laser therapy. And, and that's something that uh, wasn't really brought up as much in this study, but mm-hmm. we've seen brought up multiple times that you can do both. Mm-hmm. You can go ahead and start the medications and you can also have laser therapy. And mm-hmm. most medications are not going to reduce the effect of laser therapy as far as we know. Uh, anti-inflammatories can. Mm-hmm. But if mm-hmm. you're, say, on gabapentin, uh, and you want to have laser therapy done for this burning mouth pain, there's no indications that they would conflict. Right. So, you Well, know. you've done in-clinic treatment for people with neuropathy mm-hmm. who are on gabapentin, and eventually, Absolutely. through doctor's guidance, they get off of it. Right. Because the laser therapy has helped that particular person. Yeah. So. Yeah, there's no reason to think that you couldn't be in that situation uh, with this particular with condition either. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So a lot of exciting stuff. Uh, again, if you're looking for a good laser therapy provider near you, highly encourage you to check out the website, lasertherapyinstitute.org. You can click on the tab labeled clinics and find a mm-hmm. clinic near you. Mm-hmm. Also, if you would, if you're listening on your phone on uh, or some kind of podcast app, would you please give us a rating or review? This helps other people find us. It takes two seconds of your time. If you're on an iPhone, just scroll down to the bottom and tap the number of stars you think we deserve. Also, it'd be great if you could write us a quick review. Let us know what we're doing well. Also, let us know what you'd like to see changed mm-hmm. or what you'd like to see be different. Suggest a topic for us. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I think so. Good. Okay. Well, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. We hope to uh, see you much more here in this coming 2023. Every two weeks, we'll be doing mm-hmm. one of these episodes patient-focused about research and mm-hmm. laser therapy. And, I mean, we have studies published more often than we can even do a podcast on so it should be a really exciting year you're overloaded with research so much it's so exciting he boils it down so that we understand it so tune in again thanks very much subscribe to this weekly podcast for more great information find a certified laser therapy clinic near you at lasertherapyinstitute.org if you're a healthcare provider check out our practitioner focused laser therapy institute podcast thanks for listening